Good morning. How are we all doing on this absolutely beautiful Monday that doesn't involve football whatsoever? It's great. I love it. Yeah, nice. How's things, babe? All right. <laughs> yeah, never better, mate. Never better. Uh, good weekend, yeah? Never felt more like singing the blues. <laughs> city win. United lose, oh city. You got me singing the blues. Uh, sorry, what did you say, babe? Spivvy's mic seems to have broken for some reason. I mean, I don't know. There's there's no volume coming through. Can anyone? Does it? Is it working? No, the same. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I will. I won't mention it again. Uh, just go over the my uh, kill switch button again, just just to make sure. <laughs> Baby's gone. Uh, anyway, how are we all doing? Welcome in. Welcome. If you didn't see it yesterday, I was at the um at the United game, uh, and then. Then I wasn't, <laughs> or that I didn't want to be. Uh, so yeah, yesterday was at the United game. Uh, went with eFootball uh, and had the pleasure of sitting next to Mr. Beats and 87 himself. Exceptional content creator. Also, bit of an ass. <laughs> He's like, no, he, he, um, to be fair, he was quite respectful uh, for everyone else but me in the stadium. Because we were sat, obviously, we went to the football last night. Um, we were sat in United's corporate area. So there was a lot of United fans around. The first goal went in bits and went, yeah, and then kind of pulled it back a little bit. And he was like, oh, I need to let it go. Then he let it go. Ooh, ooh. And then after that, <laughs> I was sat right next to him. So every time he scored, he just kept nudging me with his elbow going, yeah. and they're going, <laughs> so yeah, it was fun. It was great. It was exceptional. Really good day. Enjoyed it so much. Nice. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, babe. <laughs> good weekend. Yes, Graham. Yeah, apart from that, I, well, I mean, including that. <laughs> Because obviously I am a Manchester City fan, so it's a very good weekend for us. Um, but yeah, it was it was a good weekend. Obviously, we played some back football yesterday with Mr. Shogun Ass himself, uh, Big Zombie Monkey, and MC. Did you mean um, to say Shogun Ass? Yes, yes, I did. Again, I will. As much as me and Show absolutely love each other, it is still like a rivalry that's been going on for like five years, and it will remain a rivalry forever. Everyone needs a nemesis, and mine is Show. Uh, apart from the fact that I love and respect the man a lot. Um, but yeah, there's always some gaming rivalry already always in there. So yeah, we played yesterday. I had to res him a stupid amount of times. Like, it doesn't matter what bit of game Bibby's playing. If Bibby's playing a team game, he's always a te- he's always a healer. Like, they that's just what I watched yesterday. the Bibs a healer. <laughs> now he's ready <laughs> for sure to rise again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just running around with D-Fibs. Um, just obviously resin show every single opportunity but uh yeah back for blood man like it is such such a good game especially one if you can if you can play with friends and have a good time with it it's fantastic i can't imagine it being that much fun playing on your own with bots because bots are usually stupid as fuck and either get in your line of fire or just get downed and then you have to go and res them in a stupid amount of in an area with stupid amount of zombies so it's pretty much impossible so you have to continue that particular part of the level with just three of you like but using like again we had it we had the same kind of formula that we had when like me you ads uh, and show was playing and spike where we'd all run different guns and we could share ammo pick as much of it or drop it as and when you need to like it, that that's that system works if you don't if you have people who are just running the same gun constantly if you're playing with three other random people i imagine it would become more of a chore um but we played out the easiest difficulty yesterday 
or the, the uh, or the the normal one because it's the first time I loaded it up since obviously the game released because we played a lot of it during the beta and I was playing it on Xbox rather than playing it on PlayStation. You could definitely tell the difference in graphics between playing on the PS5 and playing on the uh, Xbox One. Like it's it's night and day. Like it's a little bit chuggy over on that side, but um, yeah, like it's it's such a such a good game, especially the fact that it's on Game Pass. And if you've already got a subscription, you can go and get it. Again, this is an ad. This isn't spawn, but have it been able to play games like that could be at your earliest convenience could be yeah unbelievable like straight out straight out of the gate being able to play it it's a game that you must play it's i imagine if you could land that shit up or just four of you and your mates in a room all drinking beers getting the pizzas in and stuff like that it'll be a laugh like you probably wouldn't need to sleep you'd just get carried on by i don't know monster energy or whatever else like pro plus just get a pack of them and keep on going but you'll be a laugh do you know what i mean, I mean like, it's very rare there's, that you have muscle games moose. anymore throwing a muscle moose there is muscle moose there is muscle moose out there it's only because i've got a can of monster next to me that that came to mind but <laughs> um, yeah like that kind of thing it, it's i haven't those kind of games i probably haven't had that kind of experience in 10 years I'm not saying that yesterday was any different. I'm just saying, like, having a Left 4 Dead LAN party or... I, I mentioned this on the stream last week when I was playing uh, playing FIFA, with, uh, the pro club stuff, like me and Mike, my best mate, he lives over the road. I've known him pretty much my entire life. FIFA launch day, we'd go to Asda or whatever it is, go and pick up a copy, a copy. Me and five of our mates, we'd all go around to Mike's house, bring our TVs, bring our consoles. His mum and dad would not be asked. We'd just be in his front room with all these TVs lined up, just playing pro Electricity bill through the roof. Yeah, jobs are good. Yeah. <laughs> but it was that everyone everyone had that friend whose house was the party house and the parents just wasn't asked. In fact, more often than not, they would join in. Like They'd get the beers and it, his dad would go upstairs and I'd go into the room and go and play on his Xbox or PlayStation or whatever. But having the ability to be able to have like mm-hmm. LAN parties in your mate's front room and stuff, like you don't get that anymore because everything's online. It's, it, is a, it, is a, it is a shame because they were... That was the memories of me playing games when I was growing up, being able to do that. And you don't really have that opportunity now because people have internet people have kids and people have wives that probably wouldn't be ex- as accepting of those kind of things Get out that of the my house would have done <laughs> yeah just having like five lads around your house screaming especially when mine and mike's laugh like it just won't happen do you know what i mean but yeah it's those are the kind of games that you wish Lampart still existed for if only someone had a big studio full of monitors and screens and consoles where people could do that sort of thing i don't know maybe maybe <laughs> if only maybe that there's the kind of thing that could happen uh, we have one of those by the way just in case you didn't know we do we do we do anyway let me jump into the chat yeah, good morning last week as well didn't we? we did We'd, and we'll probably have it next week or the week after until we finally get some sort of icu land party on the go again uh, it's been too long let me jump in nichio well hello there good morning sir cross god good morning 10 a.m ish uh Right, guys, you got damn right, it's 10 a.m. ish. It's six minutes past 12, but it's 10 a.m. ish. Uh, Alex says football. We do not mention the football. <laughs> Get out of here. Just football. <laughs> um, uh, Looks scary, just like the rest of the man new season. <laughs> uh, I was so desperate for a 9 or 10 nil. I know, I saw you mention that. Was that on the Discord where you said I was hoping for 9 or 10 so that we'll stop talking about the Southampton result? <laughs> yeah, no. Do you know, to be fair, I was thinking it was going to be 7 ish. It was It was only because Liverpool took the foot off the gas and thought, do you know what, that'll do. As long as we don't concede, it's, 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 it's a drubbing. So, so yeah. Uh, did you leave at half time? Do you know what? I kind of wanted to, but no. No, although I did stay for full time when we got pies, so that's what I, that's what I went for, right? Nobody went for the football. <laughs> went for the pies. Went for the pies. Uh, Nichio. <laughs> 
Steve. Legendary behaviour. Crocodile Games, Bubba TTV, Tears Bad, Bully Buster, Red Dot, Bot, all enjoy the gifty subs. Nietzsche drops five tier one gifties into the chat. If you're in the chat, please do feel free to thank Nietzsche uh, for the gifty love. I did see Nietzsche in Lotus chat this morning and he dropped five gifties in there. And he was like, I just want to get every channel on 50-ish and then I'll leave it there. Fucking <laughs> imagine. I just want to give 50 on every channel. Ooh, absolute madness. You, you're ridiculous, Nietzsche. Thank you very much. Good morning. Hero. Thank you so much, mate. Uh, West says the squad uh, squad stream looked uh, great. It did look great. I was laid in bed on Saturday mo- Sunday morning watching it. Obviously, I was getting up for the football uh, that didn't happen. Well, only 50% of it did. Sadly, it was just mm. a, just a Liverpool 50%. Anyway, I was sat in bed watching it. So I was watching it on the TV and then loaded it up on my phone. Squad streaming is so good. It's a shame. Like I said, I was having this conversation on Saturday, actually, in my stream. And I was saying, I understand certain things being behind... Um, like paywalls Callum as well with the eight month sub yeah Yeah. there we go thank you very much Callum Uh, postal hype train already again this is ridiculous thank you very much for the eight month prime I love you and your beautiful beard Uh, Mr Bearded Edge that is uh, just if you don't know who Callum is thank you very much Callum Um, so yeah I was laid in bed I was watching it I opened it up on my phone and I was thinking this is exceptional I was having a conversation on Saturday saying I understand certain things being behind like the partner paywall the barrier i get that so extra remote slots and stuff i get it um better resolution streaming i get it because they're just upgrades on um a bar that's been set if you're a twitch affiliate kind of thing you've unlocked yourself some some emotes having extra remotes uh behind the partner paywall is for twitch's benefit and for the affiliates benefit an incentive to push on towards partnership i get it i understand that sort of stuff but squad streaming it doesn't really benefit the streamer. Once we hit squad stream, um, it doesn't change our experience. We don't get the ability to add in more remotes. We don't get the ability to change our output of our stream from 720p to 1080p off to 4K by going into squad streams. So it doesn't change the streamer. So it's almost entirely engineered towards the user and it's pure UX. So when I'm sat there on my iPhone, I can either watch Bibi or Fixer. Not both. Mm-hmm. Where I'm in the squad stream, I can just flick and go, okay, okay, we'll flick between Bibby and Fixer. We'll flick between the ICU chat and MC Fixer's chat. Um, and it's just so effortless. That's great. But then yeah. Show was in the stream being neglected. He oh, he can't get involved in this because he doesn't have a tick next to his name, let alone the fact that he's doing exactly the same thing as these guys. So I don't I don't believe it should be behind a partner paywall. Um, but if it is, then I believe partners should be, well, I'm, I'm a partner. I've unlocked this facility, so why can't I squad stream with my friends and bring in show into this squad stream element just because mm-hmm. it's about the viewer the whole viewing experience so I, I think it should just be opened up if not entirely at least partners can invite who they want you need a partner to start yeah. a squad but then you can go from there that's that's the way it works for me that'd be ideal exactly exactly but it looked good it looked good thank you for checking it out as well west um <clears throat> where did we get to boxing back for blood aren't too bad it depends it depends if you get the mission where you have to get through the entire mission without someone dying uh, and then someone drops out that bot is on a solo mission for death, 100%. If it's like, don't lose anyone in this. Oh, Kane, thank you very much for the gift there. Hey, and he starts the hype train, the hype Kane. Nice, <laughs> Avenge92x. Thank you very much for starting the hype yeah. train, dude. Hey, how are you doing, Kane? How, how, how was your weekend? How was your weekend? Um, I did drop in on your stream when was it what was it friday was it saturday i can't quite remember maybe, maybe it was sunday but anyway i've had a good weekend better than me anyway uh sat watching united get absolutely torn a new one yesterday <laughs> um robo daniel's in the chat some bots are better than people 
in Back for Blood. That is also true. We found that out when we were playing the beta on stream. We had some people that just, yeah, just came in, dropped in, used all the ammo, ran, got dead, had to revive, got to the get, had to, and then just got gone. So yeah, sometimes the bots are the best. Uh, Liverpool played on the easiest difficulty too. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's amazing oh god i said it it was like liverpool were playing against a dog and duck at old trafford like the, the people that the won a raffle to play at old trafford it was mental it was but, terrible yeah, i'm not going to mention it again terrible i'm not going to mention terrible it um speaking of terrible franny is in the chat with his more salary mode get out franny <laughs> Uh, I was talking to Franny and that was on the weekend as well that might have been Saturday night Friday night I can't remember I was, I was chatting and yeah basically we all everyone I spoke to had the same sentiment that United could get done 7-0 or they'd scrape a 1-0 win um, and sadly we didn't get the 1-0 win let's just leave it that way uh, Robles has been trying to do a veterans run with a melee deck people have been uh, frustrating Ugh, yeah people God bless we'll get people get us added yeah get, get us added Get, get, get in next time, Robo. Next time you're streaming, uh, jump in. Mm-hmm. Um, although I do have to mention that I did see you in Bibby's Back for Blood stream yesterday and he called you Robo yet again. Not not Robo, but Robo. And I was sat there going... In my head, <laughs> in my head, I know that's right. But I don't know why I end up saying it like that, Robo. Like, Sorry, mate. Like it's that, that 80s film, Robocop. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I, I, I should just call Dan. Dan, I get away with it then. Do you know what I mean? Like it's <laughs> ridiculous. Like I'd, in my head, I know what is, I know it's right, but I just say it wrong every single fucking time, like an idiot. It's all right, Robbo. I've got you. <laughs> uh, get this out of the way before you start with the news, says Nietzsche, who then dropped five gifties, started the hype train with the help from Callum and Kane. Appreciate you, beautiful people. Nice way to start the week. A level three hype train already. That's madness. Madness. Appreciate you. Love Thank you very it. much. Uh, rounding up the subs to 50-ish per channel before I take a break from it. You'll love to see it. You'll love to see it. Thank you very much, Nietzsche. Take the break. Take the break. Um, if anyone hasn't checked out Nietzsche as well, do feel free to check him out. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. He, he's carried me to close to chickens before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think, although I think that much carrying, I don't think we've actually managed to get to the chicken element because, you know. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Tits Band uh, says thanks. Thank you very much. Has Ollie still got a job, says KKB? He has for now. Um, <laughs> No one uh, to take over, so I reckon he's okay for now. Who'd... Well, that's the thing. I mean, I people kept asking me yesterday, surely you're Ollie out now, Graham. And I was like, well, I'm not Ollie out or Ollie in either. I'm kind of... I, I said I would be happy to have a conversation of has he taken us where he can take us and not any further? Potentially. But he's probably deserves until January or end of the season. When you get a slapping like that, then obviously the pressure is turned up on the conversation. Mm-hmm. But... but if someone goes, surely he's got to go. And it's like, yeah, but you don't just fire a manager. Okay, he's gone. Now what? What's the plan? If yeah. if we have a plan, I'd, I'd, I'd have that conversation. But until there's any signs of a plan, if there's any other managers being pushed forward or whatever, at this point in time, there's no one available uh, other than Steve Bruce. <laughs> so, so yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Ronaldo, player manager, says West, who's been saying that for about two or three weeks. Do you know, if it happens, then West is the oracle from the Matrix. It's, it's the only way. Start there with cookies, handing them out before you even know you're hungry. My God. Uh, replace him with someone with no management experience. That's what we've got. 
that's pretty much what we've got. <laughs> well, the, 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 if you was a, the, the the biggest question you've got is, are you on course for a top four finish? If that is the if the answer is no, then that's when the conversations need to start. And at this moment in time, I think they said yesterday that he'd won one in six, which is outrageous for a United manager. So, I mean, that's that's sacking form for a top four club in any respect, regardless of who it is. It is. It is. The only thing I would say that, that gives him the benefit of the doubt is that plan or lack of a plan in terms of like who replaces him. I think that's what keeps him in his job is the who else can come into that position. Um, so if we know, if we have a plan, then at that point, fine. And what that should have done, if, if, the conversation had never started. What that should have done is started a conversation internally as to should there be an alternative plan. That's where I am with it. I'm not against him staying. I'm not against him going. But I need to know that there is there is a proper plan to uh, to move forward beyond that. So, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, shout out to West as well for letting me know that, first of all, sub hype. Boom. Didn't work. It does now. Then, shout out Nichio. Oh, no. Nope. Nietzsche with a J. Nice. One, two, three. Uh, boom. There we go. There's a shout-out for Nietzsche as well. Uh, so chatbot is now working. It wasn't working um, because PC restarts and stuff. I had some Windows updates over the weekend, which was which was scary. But it seems to be okay. Uh, say purple burglar alarm. Uh, I just did. Thank you very much for the follow. How are you doing? First time uh, chat as well. Don't get the no managers available. United should be able to pick who they want. It's just the thing of though, is United should be able to pick who they want, but it doesn't necessarily work like that because all of the good managers right now are at good clubs or having successful periods. Uh, it's You have to basically pilfer from a club and pay over the odds or you take um, a good manager from a lesser club. So, um, uh, any sell- Let's they get David Wise back. No, yeah, we're all right. We're good. We're okay. We're good. We're fine. It's nice. Uh, unless, you, like, sorry to shit on Celtic fans. So Celtic fans had um, Brendan Rodgers, who was doing good, uh, top of the game, doing pretty much all that he kind of needed to. And Leicester came in because they had the potential for great growth. So that's a step down, but potential for great growth. Um, and that's the kind of thing that United have. They, if they want to take someone else, they need to take someone that's willing to step to a club that needs a shitload of work. But it's, it can't just be Ollie to have so many periods of flat team building and so on. It's, there's got to be stuff behind the scenes. To go through um, Ollie, Moyes, Van Gaal, Mourinho, um, and even a little bit of a Giggsy period as well. Uh, like Throughout all of that and it never seeming world-class, never knowing that United could go out, uh, go out and score one, let alone three in a game, um, there's, there's something bigger than just managerial there. So that's the thing. If you're getting rid of him, okay, that's fine. But what's the plan? What's the plan? Anyway, that's enough of that. We'll stop talking about football because we have a lot of news to go through today. Thank you. Appreciate the uh, the football chat. Appreciate all of the support. Follows subs uh, already this early in the stream. You're all wonderful people. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Um, Zidane or Kerman? Um, I'd go Zidane potentially. I've never really been a big fan of, of Ronald Kerman, but but I mean Zidane's just Zidane, isn't he? I don't know. Yeah, I'd say that. Three Champions Leagues. Kerman's not exactly doing. Fantastic. Yeah, he, either. he was pretty much like harassed out of the uh, the stadium. We've got some watchings in the chat, Lotus. Moist. Uh, Did he get battered out of the stadium? Who, Lotus? I don't think so. I think he. I think no, he... not Lotus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
uh, Coleman at weekend. It, like his car was being harassed. That's something I saw. His car was being like shitloads of fans and stuff like crapping, uh, smashing the crap out of it, crapping the smash out of it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, um, I'd, I'd take I'd take Zidane, Zidane over Coleman, but I'm, I'm I'm not not sure. Not sure. Anyway, today we have quite a bit of news to run through. So we'll have two big stories that we'll probably spend a little bit more time on. And then we may pick up the pace and have a bit more of a wrap up towards the end so we can get through all of the stories. The lead story, which you might have seen if you checked out our social media, is that Microsoft is to show off Halo Infinite's campaign for the first time in over a year this afternoon. And if you are waiting for that content, it's less than two hours away. Uh, so that is the lead story. We'll run through that first. We'll then jump into the fact that it's not just Xbox, PlayStation has a busy week too a state of play is coming october the 27th that's wednesday uh, so if you want to find out what third party games uh, will be coming to playstation uh, i imagine over the next quarter or so it's a 20 minute show uh, we'll give you all of the details of where when you can watch that and whether we will be watching that spoilers it'll be at 11 p.m cest which i think is 10 p.m uh our time so maybe not Maybe not. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll go through it all. Then we'll run through the stories, uh, pick up the pace, talking about the fact that a new Splinter Cell could have Hitman-like elements, it's claimed. There's a Wu-Tang Clan RPG in the works at Microsoft. Activision has fired more than 20 employees, which is a story that we did push back from last week. And then we'll wrap it up with news on who the new Games Master will be. We've had our rumours. We've had our conversations. I think it's safe to say none of us predicted who it could be. But that is what we will close off with. I mean, if you want to spoiler you can go check it out on social media but if not just wait around and we'll tell you who the new games master is but first bibe would you be excited yeah. in seeing some new halo campaign details absolutely graham halo campaigns are fantastic um so yeah absolutely after coming off the back of streaming odst and halo reach on this channel very recently dead right i'm back in for it again Noise. Uh, I'm just going to change camera one sec because Lotus has just said something that reminded me. Corn beef, fried potato, yummy. He said he just thought, he thought he'd pop in to make some lunch. Um, I actually started helping Danielle open a can of corned beef yesterday. We're in the year 2021, almost in the year 2022. We've, we've had men on the moon. You can order food to your door from your phone and pay for it without ever getting off the seat. But still, cans of corned beef have got those weird keys that you have to twist and spin around, which led to this. I don't know if it's ever going to show up. I've got a cut on my hand that was bleeding like a motherfucker because I had to open up a can yesterday and, and naturally the keys of pants slipped, gashed my hand open. So yeah, corned beef, exceptional. Corned beef cans, get in the sea. Get out of here. Um, anyway, back into the room. Back into the room. Halo campaign. Wesleyan Pool at Eurogame has this lead story. Microsoft show off the Halo Infinite's campaign for the first time in over a year this afternoon, 2 p.m. UK time. Into the body of the article, it says, Microsoft will show off the Halo Infinite campaign for the first time in over a year this afternoon. A campaign overview video goes live at 2 p.m. UK. You can watch it in the video below. Um, here's the official blurb. Quote, the banished have defeated UNSC forces and take control of the mysterious Zeta Halo, uh, threatening the survival of humankind. When all hope is lost and humanity's fate hangs in the balance, the Master Chief returns to confront the most ruthless foe he's ever faced. Mohamed Salara, Old Trafford. <laughs> Here's a fresh look at the Halo Infinite campaign that introduces players to true Spartan freedom in the biggest, most wide-open and adventure-filled Halo experience yet launching on December 
the 8th, 2021. Halo Infinite was once due out last Christmas, but suffered a high-profile delay after a negative reaction to the uh, last time we saw its campaign in July 2020. The infamous Craig gameplay demo is below. Yay! Where's, where's Enix when we need him? He's got he's got a Craig emote, I think. Um, <laughs> 343 uh, said it was taking this feedback on board, admit, admitting it had work to do on the graphics, and we'll find out how that work has gone at 2 p.m. today. The Halo Infinite campaign was a notable absentee from Gamescom in August. Uh, at the time, lead writer Joseph Statton said the team was currently in shutdown mode as they polished the game for the final release on December the 8th. Shutdown mode means we're done with feature work and focused on crushing high-priority bugs, Stan said. We're spending lots of time playing the game, verifying fixes, and generally doing all we can to ensure campaign and multiplayer plays great on all platforms, from an original eight-year-old Xbox One to a brand-new ultra-spec PC. This is a very a very challenging task, even for a large and experienced team. If only CD Projekt had that same approach. Anyway, we're at a critical <laughs> phase in the flight uh, that Halo... Uh, that is Halo Infinite, so extremely important to avoid distractions and stay focused on mission critical tasks only for campaign that means putting maximum effort into ensuring the wide open adventure filled experience you'd all get to play on december the 8th is as great as it possibly as it can possibly be and gameplay demos and trailers not only take a huge amount of effort to do well they also take cycles away from bugs and other shutdown tasks um infinite won't have campaign co-op or forge at launch unfortunately uh we'll leave it there we'll leave it there uh so babe halo infinite campaign mm -hmm. details coming today the game mode yeah a month and two three weeks away what are your thoughts mm -hmm. i'm looking forward to seeing what's uh what's what's actually going to be in this showcase like <clears throat> it has been over a year since we've seen anything from it and the creator and the craig stuff i imagine they've kept this on the craig. down low for such a long time so they don't get memed again but i I love Halo, not to the point where like Jordan does. Um, I, I I love playing Halo. I don't know everything about it. I just think that the gameplay of Halo and the, the world and the the lore behind it all is is fantastic. So I hope that this campaign hits because it's. I must say, Halo is one of those games where the multiplayer is obviously so much bigger than the campaign, but it's not the gap that you get with other first-person shooters like a Call of Duty or a Battlefield or something along those lines where the campaign and the multiplayer are so so far apart in terms of people who play them. It's mind-blowing. However, it always feels like the people who love multiplayer still play through the campaign of Halo and enjoy that not necessarily as much as the as the as the multiplayer aspects but they still enjoy playing it and they will play through the campaign stuff uh, probably before the well maybe not before they jump into multiplayer but do you know what i mean like they're so close together rather than being two separate entities which i think most per, most fps's do like they just make the campaign to please the offline players where it, it, halo always feels like the campaign is part of the the multiplayer aspects which is bizarre really but anyway I'm looking forward to playing this. I'm not. I'm not good enough to be able to compete in Halo. Like I enjoy playing it with my friends and things like that. But the the the, the campaign stuff is is where it sits for me. I absolutely love that stuff. So yeah, I, I mean this this article isn't so much for me in terms of I know I'm going to be playing it regardless. But my question to you, Graham, is has hmm. any of this over the last year changed your opinion in wanting to try this out? Ish. Intro, I assume, plus fashion ish. Um, <laughs> ish. Am I going to be trying it on December the 8th? Nah. 
Am I going to play through that like campaign? However, the ish comes in with the uh, co-op campaign. Um, so it did get me to change my opinion. I'm not a Halo player. I've, I played Halo, I think it was at two. I can't remember. I played, um, I mean, I was a big Call of Duty player at that point in time. I played it on my mate's Xbox 360. I don't know if that was Halo 2 or 3, whatever. And, and it just, it was super high jumps, fluorescent green grass and, mm-hmm. and color schemes that were just literally out of this world um so i was like ah, it's, it's not for me i can i can see where the enjoyment is my mates absolutely loved playing it and i was just like i'd rather be running around in and I, i'm i'm a modern warfare person but at that point in time i was like i'd rather be playing world at war um because that was the game uh ish at that sort of time uh and that was world war Two, and, and it but except exceptional game anyway i was like okay this is me i want boots on the ground i want i want proper warfare rather than laser guns so it kind of lost me and ever since then all of the releases came and went i'd, I'd see the halo fandom get massively excited and i'm like do you know what gg is good for you guys it's just not for me I'll, I'll i'll pass it and i'll play something else i'm not bothered i'm not gonna get the game i might play it at a mate's house if we we're having a sleepover or something but uh yeah i'm not bothered so this is actually quite a, a monumental shift the fact that i want to play through the campaign obviously the co-op stuff so i don't just go yeah. in with the halo stuff because i feel there's a couple of things one the halo um design and and world doesn't speak to me personally so if i just go into that campaign i have to deal with that and two i could be overwhelmed depending on how this works obviously this is i imagine xbox will come at this from a from kind of a bit of a a multi-faceted approach you'll have something that appeals to new gamers like me but then there'll be bits in there that appeal to old school gamers, the players that have been through the Halo world, which is kind of what you'd expect. And I, I hope they get the balance right on that, because if not, I could see myself being overwhelmed with the, oh, this is the Flood, and this is the that, and this is the other. And I was like, okay, I've heard of these, because I've asked Jordan to explain them. And he did explain them. I kind of understood it, but I don't really know. So, uh, <laughs> and it all kind of gets lost. My The most interaction I've had with Halo and Master Chief is Master Chief is the voice on my Waze sat-nav right now. Let's go. Let's roll. Like That sort of thing, it like like beyond that i don't really have much haloness so i was like okay jumping into the campaign might be enough to bring me up to speed might overwhelm it jumping into the campaign with a buddy though playing that co-op on stream with bib now that is where i could see myself getting into it i've never been interested in that before this is the first time they've got me interested enough to do that so am i interested yes am i over over excited no i will sit though and wait for co-op campaign i am excited for the players that are excited though because i feel they've taken a game that was in a shit show of a situation and still survived like i that's the reason i threw this out i'm not going to reach out and grab um cyberpunk because it's too far away not not because i don't feel it deserves it it's just too far away right now um but cyberpunk just mutilated when they realized that the game was bad halo and xbox took it on the chin leaned into some craig memes delayed the game for over a year and are bringing it out when it's worth it when it's right to do so and it looks good and even then it's not all coming out the the co-op campaign is coming out later which i absolutely 100 applaud so not only the excitement around it for the players but the fact that the flights that they've released over the last few months, which is essentially the beta rollout for um, Halo, has received yeah. monumental praise. So even though I'm not excited for it, I'm excited for the excitement of others. The people that are big fans that want to play this, that have played the history and have been waiting all this time for a new Halo mm-hmm. game, I've got a good one. So that 
alone has got me excited enough to give the co-op campaign a try. That might be my gateway. That might be my, okay, I actually quite like this. Let me just try the campaign on my own. Oh, let me jump into a little bit of multiplayer and get slapped. <laughs> Shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you never Day know. Before birthday, it could be an early birthday present. Bibi, bibi. You play it. You play in uh, Halo with me. You know what I mean? We'll the see. gateway. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <clears throat> uh, potentially. Although I'd, I'd, I'd probably have to get an Xbox or something from somewhere because I loaded up... Um, cod black ops on my pc last night um and like once you'd loaded it up it's fine but mm. the first time loading it up was like two days later and it's like fuck's <laughs> sake just let me in the game once you load it up and close it it kind of like reopens it's like oh yeah i know this yeah but the first time i opened it up i don't know if it's just from every boot or just yesterday it just took me an absolute lifetime for the game to start loading yeah. in and so on so as if you downloaded yeah. black ops on your pc um, that uh, I was talking about this the other day. The reason I downloaded Black Ops for the PC is because I may have got a code for some COD points. Um, and to activate the COD points, it was a PC code. So I had to open up uh, Black Ops on the PC to get the COD points to buy the uh, Ghostface uh, Scream outfit so I can play Warzone on my PS5 using it. Yay! But yeah, I've got COD Black Ops on the PC, which is, is gone now. <laughs> so, so I'm going to go back yeah, to... Sean was saying this yesterday, though. It was bizarre. Like He said that the cutscenes chugged I'm back for blood, but the gameplay was gameplay was flawless. Like, yeah, it's PCs are a wonderful thing. I mean that that depends on how the um it's all plumbed in because a lot of video elements on PCs will use different levels of graphics card stuff. Uh, like whereas a lot of the gameplay is, is leaning on the processors rather than mm. graphics. So it depends on how they do it. It depends on his graphics card and, and so on like that. But but yeah, the, the, the cutscenes though in Battle for Blood, like you mentioned it, were these in the beta? They they weren't in the beta, but they looked fecking no. exceptional. They they sold that storyline. Well. Yeah, well. yeah, really really well. So when you've played through it all, uh, eventually when I get hold of it, then we can play through it again because I definitely want to play through this yeah. game. <laughs> yeah, Get me yeah. That. Well, I I'd, I'd play through it many times. Like I completed. Let's say you you can't complete Left 4 Dead. It's just the same thing over and over again. But I've run through Left 4 Dead a million and one times, and this this makes it even more enjoyable because you get the card points to be able to. To buy new decks and stuff so the replayability is there so regardless i'll, I'll be playing this game until the, the end of time i think yeah 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 yeah. um uh lotus says gross i'm assuming that's just at the uh, the way liverpool treated united yesterday not to do with the fact that i was playing <laughs> call of duty although to be fair I, I didn't just get the ghost face skin i had extra cod points so i may have accidentally slipped and bought rambo and 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 uh yippee <laughs> motherfucker as well a little bit of John McLean. <laughs> nice, nice. They're still in the store. I thought they would have been a timed exclusive, though. They, they, they were like, it was like 13 days left. I was like, okay, I need to get this now, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> I only wanted the John McLean, but it's like Rambo's there as well. And and uh, yeah, go, go on then, go on then. So now I had a ton of COD points. I now have no COD points. They've all gone. Yeah. Um, where did we get to? Let's jump back through the comments then. So just a reminder, Halo Infinite's campaign is coming. Details today, first details in over a year since we first saw it, and it looked a bit... Let's just say shit. Let's not mince the words. It looked shit. It, it, looked, it looked like it was a good enough campaign, <laughs> but the graphics chest. were... Yeah, exactly. The graphics were crap. That's where the memes came from, but they acted on it. So hopefully, 2 p.m. today, we'll find out that they've used that word exceptionally well, and Halo is as good as, as the Halo fans deserve, because the Halo fans deserve of it um where did we get to there we go uh lotus says i know i just had to use a huge knife to open the bottom corned beef ladies and gentlemen in 2021 let's go uh, says how much the ps5 sell for in the uk please it depends um you can get them at cost sometimes um but often people are trying to put money on it a few months back they were 800 quid second hand uh now people are 
scalpers are probably making 50 to 100 quid-ish on it, I imagine. It was dropping off. I think it kind of depends on the cycle. There's been a bunch of PS5 releases over the last few weeks, so that might have hurt the price of scal- uh, for scalpers, which makes it better for the general consumer, hopefully. Um, but but if you, if you really want one in the UK, you can get one. Mm-hmm. Um, and cause I know that because I've had the opportunity to get a bunch of them. Uh, and all I do is follow... Um, the Twitter accounts that will give me notifications when when stock goes live, and then be ready to jump onto Amazon with it already saved into my basket, kind of thing. Um, I've had issues getting them, but I've also had massive success getting them as well. So if you really want one and you want to put the effort in, they're not actually that hard to get hold of. Um, yeah. Facebook Marketplace. I've, I went on when I read that in the chat. I went onto the marketplace, and some people are selling in there disc edition, disc editions as well for four fifty. Whereas I went to CEX on Saturday and they were still selling them for seven eighty five, and I actually took a picture, meaning to post it. So I just got to tag them saying you're robbing bastards. Yeah. But in CEX are still seven eighty five. But Facebook Marketplace, the scalpers who bought loads of them, I think are trying to get rid of them now yeah, because it's them. starting to peter out. Um. So yeah, I think you could probably get it's f- f- face value is probably the term I'd use. I mean. The way I I would like I mean I don't hide it I don't have any tricks or whatever I've been able to buy two for myself and I bought one for Luke as well and I've had the opportunities to buy more but haven't the reason I I get those opportunities is super simple I follow PS5 Stock Alert UK I think it's called on Twitter and I have tweet notifications so if they tweet and says there's now stock in Amazon if you're on that within five minutes you can get one usually um, mm. but just make sure it's on your wish list rather than going in loading up a product page and having to click through multiple clicks take out as many clicks just go to your wish list and go buy now Boop. and that's it the only thing, uh, the caveat is that I'm saying it's easy enough to do. Not everyone has the ability to check their notifications all times of day. Not everyone has the ability to jump onto a PC or to a phone or whatever and purchase at that point in time. So there are restrictions to that. If Usually, if you can get on your phone between half eight and half nine, when they post out and Amazon's gone live, you can usually get it pretty quickly. But, but that's, I don't know if that's, I think it's, different in the uk because whenever i've posted it out i've seen loads of people respond to my tweets and go yeah i've got one nice one thanks but then i've seen people in europe got like even before those people have got one got yeah all sold out and i think it's about your local stock as well uk seems to have good distribution whereas europe i don't know if it's less stock for a larger area or what but it doesn't work the same so so yeah it's, it's all over the place taste bad it depends if you want to buy them new it can be a bit difficult but if you put in the legwork it can be okay if, if you want to buy them second hand then facebook marketplace could be useful for you uh time for a bong says still can't get them just buy an xbox buddy um do you know i've actually i've actually seen less stock of xboxes recently than i have for playstations um i, f- I find it quite uh, hard to get an xbox not that i mean not that i've been active trying to get one but just keeping my eye on it i keep my eye on playstation and xbox just so i know roughly where we are for when we're having these conversations i've actually seen less xbox stock in in my vicinity yeah. anyway um can only buy one uh ebay Amazon for 1300 to 1500 Australian dollars. Yikes. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I don't know how much stock there is in Australia. I, I, I only assume, and this is me making a guess, that near me in the Northwest, there must be an Amazon distribution center. So I I get a good bunch of stock in the close vicinity and and it's not too hard to get off. I, I don't actually yeah. know if that is the case. That's my assumption because I've not found it too hard, whereas other people have found it extremely difficult. But I don't know. Yeah, so it'll change in time um timeless says i still haven't played fives campaign literally only played the multiplayer loved fives multiplayer um was that what which one's that one is that halo we're talking about there um 
Uh, didn't they say no campaign co-op at launch? Yeah, no campaign co-op at launch. Just campaign, uh, solo campaign, and multiplayer co-op comes later. Um, Stock it game has been better for PS5s than Xboxes. We've seen more PS5s than Xboxes over the past few months. Yeah, exactly. Um, just don't get them from game. I mean, not that I've got anything <laughs> against game. Well, I have got quite a few things against game, actually. My first PS5, this PS5, I think it is, came from game. And I got it pre-order before anyone realised there was going to be such a stupid demand and got it at launch. And it was great. Uh, game however games website does not stop um scalpers they don't care about you as a consumer they will if if they sell all their stock that's business done for them they're happy enough so there's no real scalper protection on the game website so i wouldn't recommend using the game website because you're more likely to get shit on than using something like amazon by the scalpers routes also Amazon go, do you want to buy a PS5? Here you go. Game go, do you want to buy a PS5? Here you go. Also, here's the extra controller that you have to buy and another game that you've yeah. got to buy and a stand for your <laughs> controller as well. Did you not say that you wanted a bundle that cost 700 quid? So they don't scalp you 700 quid. They give you good value, but you have to spend more than you wanted to more often than not, which is frustrating. Uh, Plum Rico says, afternoon ish good afternoon dude um yep the website system is awful yeah absolutely absolutely anyway so that's enough on halo uh so halo's campaign there will be new details for that in about an hour and 20 minutes so we will have you a recap tomorrow on tomorrow morning's edition of the scoop if you don't see it between now and then we will fill you in not like that tomorrow morning 10 a.m ish <laughs> easy tiger easy tiger for now though it's the great david there <laughs> yeah can you feel me um, do you know what? I'm gonna we're gonna fill you in now, actually. To be fair, uh, because we know uh, all these names in the chat, like Lotus West. Uh, I actually don't know what platform Timeless plays on. I can't remember now. But but you're all you're all PlayStation players, right? 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 Yeah, I thought so. You don't want to know about Halo. You want about the next PlayStation State of Play. They're not really the Xbox players, I'm joking. Anyway, Eddie McCutch at GameSpot says, PlayStation State of Play coming October 27th, focused on third-party PS5 games. So Sony's next big broadcast is coming up very soon. So the next State of Play yeah, broadcast yeah. will take place on October the 27th, Sony has announced. This event will be focused on announcements and updates for third-party games on PS4 and PS5. The event will be about 20 minutes long and will show off, quote, new looks at previously announced games and some quote reveals from studio uh, Sony's studio partners. No further details about what games might show during the event were shared. Uh, the October twenty seventh State of Play event begins at eleven pm CEST. Um, that is ten pm, right? UK, I think, and it will be streamed on when Twitch. Does clock well, actually, clocks go back this weekend. This weekend, spring forward, fall back. Yeah, so that or was it last weekend? No, it was this weekend. No, it's this, this weekend. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's in October anyway. It's, I'm pretty sure it's this weekend. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I'll check. Sometime, sometime. So, oh, there you go. Uh, big, big Robo, uh, Robo Daniel in the chat says this weekend. There you go. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so this will be Sony's uh, first new state of play event since July, when the company revealed new trainers for games like Death Loop, Sifu, and Death Stranding Director's Cut. Given that the showcase will focus on third-party games, there are seemingly a multitude of possibilities for what could appear. Sony is partnered with Activision for Call of Duty, so we might get another look at Call of Duty Vanguard before its launch in November. As one possibility whatever the case we'll report back with all the announcements there's only 20 minutes yeah. uh so that gives i mean obviously you've got a minute or so for the intro slash outro um maximum 10 games 
maximum. That's uh, unless we yeah. have a couple of montage packages where you just get a few logos and stuff on screen. You get ten games in in three minutes ish, sort of stuff like that. So not tons in there, and also it says. Uh, it will look at previously announced games and some reveals. It doesn't necessarily say that they will be revealing some new games. The reveals could yeah. be DLCs or add-ons. So should we temper our expectations? Should we be thinking, okay, this is just another roundup. This is a this is a it's the end of October, start of November, six to eight, ten weeks ish before Christmas, whatever the it's about eight weeks, nine weeks is it till Christmas from that point. Mm-hmm. Um so we need to start telling the people what what games they can expect between now and Christmas. Just a few more reminders, obviously the CODs and the FIFAs and the whatevers and, and so on. Probably not FIFA because are they closer with yeah. Xbox now? With EA play and stuff like that. I don't know. Yes, yeah, score more with Xbox. So um yeah, I imagine we're probably not gonna get anything that's gonna be earth shattering. 10 p.m. as well. Um that kind of gives you a little bit of a pointer. If it was going to be earth-shattering, it would probably be more like a 8 p.m., 6 p.m. UK time, so they can get all time zones. Um, so expect some good stuff, potentially, for you. It might be a case of not something that's good stuff for everyone. It might be good stuff for you or good stuff for someone else, something that's a bit more directional in that sort of sense. But anyway, what are your thoughts, baby? Have you got any ideas on what games you'd expect to see? I, th- I think it's just reminder stuff. Like the C, it's mentioned C Sifu. I think this is the only one out of the list that they mentioned there that isn't out yet. Like Death Stranding. If I see Death Stranding again, I'm going to whip the roof. Like it's it's the same as seeing GTA Five. At this point, the game's been out for eighteen months, if not longer. But we're going to get a, a director's cut of the game. I don't know if it is out yet. Actually, thinking about it. But anyway, like it's Death Stranding. We've already seen it. It feels like they're just giving the nod to Kojima again. Like we've got a Space Voyage one. Use it. Yeah. All right. No worries. Death Loop. That's been out like a month now. Like we don't need to see these games. I know it's it's October time, so people will be ramping up for the Christmas period now and looking to get games for either for themselves, for their partners, for the kids, or whatever. Like. It makes sense for this this to just be an advert, especially for the time as well. If this was 45 minutes worth of content, I could see this going a completely different way. But I feel like this is just going to be a, this is going to be like a billboard in it of, of content. Yeah, uh, there will be some first look of games in there. I imagine it's probably going to be like two minutes a game, and then towards the end, it'll just be like. Uh, 20 seconds, 20 seconds, 20 seconds, 20 seconds, and then this is the game. This is the date. This is the game. This is the date. Uh, that's that's where I can see this going. I mean. Set your expectations now. I will do this for you. This isn't going to be life changing to show at this point in time. Like again, this is going to be the Christmas, the run up to Christmas adverts. That's it. Like you may, there may be, there may be a nice little surprise in there. But if you're going in expecting to see like the top tier games, like a first look at God of War or uh, some more stuff from Horizon, this isn't going to be the show for you. Like this isn't going to. Be that kind of show if it was 45 minutes to an hour absolutely and my expectations will be a little higher but this this is just going to be an advertisement show um but I, I, out of all that i want to see more seafood that's what i want to see it's it, it this is a potential that we might end up seeing it but if they are going to show it that's where my excitement would be i'm not really asked about call of duty i'm not really asked about seeing a game that's been out for nearly a month now with death loop i'm not asked at all about seeing anything from death from death stranding just give me some more seafood in there and i'd be interested to see that but again this is going to be a billboard presentation yeah i mean <clears throat> i think i think seafood would be good and i wouldn't be surprised if we see that i think we could see some death loop stuff uh depending on how their release cycle is death loop obviously is a playstation exclusive for now uh that's been developed by bethesda which is owned by xbox so 
if there is any content that's been scheduled in, you'd kind of expect Sony to cash in on that, maximize it as much as possible, and then just give up on it. That's that's what I would expect. I mean, there could be contractual things in there, but I would see if they have a DLC, they might be going, oh, Deathloop came out a month ago and it's doing really good. It got 10 out of 10s across the board. People absolutely loved it, but then it kind of dropped off. But there's new DLC coming. Get the DLC for Christmas and it's going to be amazing. Yeah, nice, nice. And then after Christmas, we're like, mm. oh, what's Deathloop? I don't remember. Is that a game that's on Xbox made by Xbox? I don't even care. Uh, so I think there will probably potentially i mean i don't know if there's going to be definitely dlc if there is i wouldn't wouldn't surprise me seeing that sort of stuff in there cod i think is another one that i definitely wouldn't be surprised at seeing i would happily uh put my hat on the line not this one because you know you're super rare and all that stuff and say and <laughs> saying that we could see some cod stuff because it's pre-christmas new cod game sells tons even if people aren't uh, super excited to play vanguard a lot of people are just super excited for COD full stop anyway. So mm -hmm. that wouldn't surprise me if we saw some bits in there. I agree. I would not want to see Death Stranding. So that's them are the three uh, three games that I kind of mentioned within this article. Call of Duty Vanguard, um, Deathloop, uh, Sifu, and Death Stranding. Sifu, yes, please. Vanguard, I'm, I'm happy with. Deathloop, I could see that too. Death Stranding director's cut at this point. Give it a 20 seconds. Out now, Deathloop. Uh, a Death Stranding director's cut. Ta-da! Kojima logo, thingy logo, boom, gone. 20 seconds, give it that, fine. Give me a, give me another three-minute trailer. Mm -hmm. yeah. Nah, it's, 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 it's headlined everything. It's, it's going to have 15 minutes at the Game Awards in December. We all know that, it's just yeah. because. So, yeah, mm. do not put any of that in. I, I am interested to see what those reveals could be, though. Yeah. I don't think... Maybe something headliner-ish um, in terms of... They, they could put something new in. I don't feel it, though. Not a 20-minute segment on a on a 10 p.m. Wednesday evening for, for, for the UK. I think it's going to be extra content, some DLC, some Christmas-themed activity, um, some, some family games and stuff put in as well. I think it'll be a nice update, but not a major update. Um, as, so, yeah, there we go. Nice, nice. What? One thing else as well that we could add to this. We mentioned it last week with, I know we've mentioned GTA already, but with the remasters, re remasters coming out, one of them, I can't remember the order, one of them is going to be a Game Pass day one, one of them is going to be a PlayStation Now day one, is it? It was. Do you reckon they're going to try and plug that? Uh, it, probably, actually, because GTA and PlayStation have had a very good relationship, although, that said... <laughs> They have absolutely been swizzed in that relationship. So if anyone missed it, actually, yeah, we were going to include that in the news today, to be fair. We'd, we'd, God damn it. Uh, so, yeah, if you missed it on Friday, as we were towards the end of the show, the GTA Definitive Trilogy had been announced. Mr. T dropped it in. We had about 10 minutes left of the show, so we covered that, um, which is Grand Theft Auto 3, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and Grand Theft Auto San Andreas all have been remastered and made to look beautiful. Um, they will be available for a full uh, trio of games for about 50 quid. One of those games is available on PlayStation Now, the streaming platform, and one of those games is available on Game Pass. Um, I, if you ask me, I would probably say, like, yeah, my, my order of priority that I will say off the bat is Vice City San Andreas 3. That's my order, yeah. Vice City San Andreas 3. I will then sit and think about it and go, okay, but San Andreas was the better game in terms of the mechanics and the function, so should that go? No, no, Vice City San Andreas 3 is my order. Um None of them, no PlayStation or Xbox, have access to Vice City first, which then kind of reaffirms that. So if no one's got access to that game for free, air quotes, um, that makes it the best one, right? Surely you can't give away the best bit for free. Um, but mm -hmm. Xbox Game Pass users get access 
for free to Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Um, nice. Whereas PlayStation Now users get access to Grand Theft Auto 3. So they get the worst game, whereas uh, Game Pass get technically the best game out of the three, which I don't think that's a, anything to say on the relationship that Grand Theft yeah. Auto has with PlayStation. I think that's probably has to say on how good PlayStation Now is versus Game Pass. <laughs> Nobody yeah. fucking plays. I mean, regardless, this is, this is going to be a game that I'm going to be buying. Like, I don't care what it comes on. Like, I will park cold, hard cash for all this. What I do want to see, though, that we haven't seen is how it looks on PlayStation 5 versus what it looks like on PC. Is there extra sliders that you can unlock to make it look a little bit more glamorous on PC? Like, I shared a video last week of how good this game, the base game looks with mods. It looks fantastic. It looks like a completely new game. And then about three hours later, the release that they're going to be doing, the remaster, which looks just as good as it did with the mods, is PC going to look better? You'd you'd imagine so, but with the power of the PlayStation Five and the Xbox uh, Series uh, Series X nowadays, is it going to be just? Is it going to be the same, or is it going to be extra features? Like, I want to know which of these consoles or PC is it going to look the best on? Because that's what I want to buy it on. Mm, yeah. Mm. See, I would I would think just just off of what um, Rockstar have done in the past that it would be one size fits all across the board and then anything that looks better on PC could be unlocked through the community stuff and we just kind of turn a blind eye. As, as long as it doesn't take away the potential of us selling the games, then yeah, you can do what you want to make it look better. But if we're planning on selling that, that's a sure. So I would I, I would have assumed that they've, they've had like um, parity across console, next-gen console and PC. Um, but you never know. You never know. Um, uh, talk shows are muted. How's things, dude? Hey, it's been a while. How's things? Um, any news on Atomic Heart or Beyond Good and Evil 2? Not at this point in time. Although, yeah, I'm not sure we'd see those in the state of play either, to be fair. I, I think I think that would be a bit of a punt. But then again, I don't know. You never know. You never tell you what. Uh, tune in Thursday morning will tell you exactly what was said. I will probably be on stream at that point on Wednesday evening when it's on. But it's only a 20-minute show, late doors, and I've already got a special mandate booked in with our looks you can on the PUBG background so yeah probably gonna be I playing games there. yeah so we won't excuse me we won't be watching the, this day of play live but we will recap on the Thursday morning um uh, I'm excited by Sifu says uh timeless everyone is it's gonna be good the issue is DS and DL uh are Sony's biggest exclusive games uh before Christ, uh before Christmas yeah I mean I think that's why they, they may get content um or updates in that sort of sense, but I think this Christmas is is probably going to be carried by third party, which is why this is a good time for PlayStation to have a third party recap, which just kicks off the mm -hmm. retail push towards Christmas. Um, weekend of like Halloween-ish sort of stuff obviously follows it. After Halloween, that's when all of the shops change from being black and orange to red and green. All of the decorations for Halloween come down and all the Christmas <laughs> ones go up. So whatever's in this, expect to be in your local game stores or whatever for the next eight weeks um what the fuck is this rumor that next gen physical copy arrives on the start of 2022 for the trilogy i did see something on that saying it comes out first for digital and then after that for physical um but i didn't see anything saying it was next gen so like timeless as you yeah. said december for physical but i didn't see anything about um a last gen next gen split i could be wrong I, like i said i haven't seen it doesn't mean that that it doesn't exist so if i don't know have you got have you got a link or something to that because i've not seen anything that confirms that um, i'll be heartbreaking that I'd love, I'd love the physical version of this. Like, I don't want to pay. <laughs> I won't buy it twice. Put it that way. If it's only available digitally, then it may just be a case of I'll just play whatever's on Game Pass until the physical version comes out, and then I'll go and 
you know, buy the buy the trilogy. I don't want to buy it twice. If I want to buy it, I want the I want the physical. I mean, like, imagine it, it'd be like chock full of shit, won't it? It'd yeah, be like the, the poster with the, the city map and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. yeah, I want that. That's the shit that I want. It could be on the wall there. I've got room for more frames of uh, of of maps. That's the that's the kind of shit that I want. I don't care if it's seventy five quid. I want the collector's edition. I want more shit. This is the stuff that like 12 13 year old baby was dreaming about and now we're in a modern day age where these games are being remastered like keep your gta 6s i don't give a shit i want to play the i want i want vice city in modern day graphics I mean, baby that's I mean, what i want gta 6 could be decent just just driving around or whatever but what you really want to be doing is doing a backflip over the river i can't remember the name of it in a dark city night with with your radio spitting out it's gonna take a lot baby away <laughs> That's when you know you're living your best life. Fuck yeah. Absolutely. I mean, at a push... I will be getting my flowery shirt out for these streams, you know what I mean? I mean, at a push, if we're not going to be full-on 80s, 80s it up, what you want to do is be be on the back of a bike, a little um, off-road dirt bike, driving around the back of beyond, back or beyond, by the way, with... It's been through the desert on us with no name. And, uh, <laughs> fuck it, that's what you want. GTA San Andreas, Absolutely. that's not shit. I mean, GTA San Andreas has some absolute filthy hip-hop bangers, but when you get out into the country and that sort of stuff comes out, you're like, fuck me, this is amazing. Uh, anyway, anyway, we'll put a pin in that. We'll, we'll leave the GTA stuff for now. We'll leave the state of play stuff alone because we do have to pick up the pace. I mentioned that we will have to pick up the pace and have a little bit of a, uh, a news recap slash catch-up. So we have four articles to go through. We're approaching an hour of the show. Um, so I'm going to flick through um, two of these articles quickly, then we'll go through the last two uh, separately, but, we'll, but we're going to pick up the pace now. Um, so the first one is this one, written by Jordan Midler at VGC. The new Splinter Cell could have Hitman-like elements, it's claimed. Ubisoft has said to have greenlit a new instalment. So Ubisoft could reportedly take inspiration from IO Interactive's Hitman franchise for its next Splinter Cell game, it's been claimed. On October the 19th, VGC reported that, according to our sources, Ubisoft has greenlit a new Splinter Cell game. Shout out to Mr. T for sharing that article. I'm not sure whether they actually got round to uh, covering it. We had it on the news to talk about Splinter Cell, but because it's one of those periods where there's all of the news and all of the conversation and not enough time on the show, it, it may have not got airtime. But there's a new Splinter Cell game coming, apparently. Anyway, and according to Game Beat journalist Jeff Grubb, in the weeks before E3 2021, quote, Ubisoft had fans play the upcoming Prince of Persia, the Sands of Time remake, and something that had the appearance of a new Splinter Cell prototype, end quote. Um, he said... Quote, uh, the testers did not spend a lot of time with a possible Splinter Cell game. Ubisoft provided a vertical slice that was just a basic tutorial section, but this version of the game combined familiar Splinter Cell action with elements of the 2016 Hitman reboot. While this doesn't confirm that the game is the same project as VGC reported on, it would further indicate that Ubisoft is keen to return to the world of Splinter Cell. It's not clear which studios are working on the new project. The two people with knowledge of Ubisoft plans, uh, Ubisoft's plans told VGC that the new Splinter Cell was being led by a studio outside of its traditional Montreal base. The title is in an early phase of production, the sources said, but there's a small chance it could be announced next year. The much-requested sequel will arrive at a time when the company is looking to rebuild its image following a wave of discrimination and sexual harassment allegations. Employee groups say they're not excited with the level of action taken by Ubisoft to change its culture. Um, last year, CEO Yves Guillemot said, uh, I, I say that by the way in, in the same vein that Bibi says Lyon. Uh, so CEO Lyon. Yves Guillemot says the uh, Splinter Cell series needed to evolve before it could make a comeback. Um, we'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. So you get the idea. There is potentially a new Splinter Cell game on the cards. This doesn't surprise me. What what did surprise me is that it's took 
it's taken, or still is taking, so long for it to happen. Splinter Cell is a game that Ubisoft can 100% cash in on. Um, and I think part of that cash in has come from the fact that they've let it build into such a meme as well. If they'd have brought a, a, a um, a Splinter Cell game, a Splinter Cell game out five years ago. It probably would have been a game that the Splinter Cell fans would have been happy to see, and that's it. But absence makes the heart grow fonder. A little bit of a uh, a hype train and a bandwagon starts going. It's like like the Simpsons hit and run, the Tony Hawk sort of thing like that. Splinter Cell is is, is not to that level, but it's kind of. Yeah. And then they start throwing out mobile games and all these other adaptations. And and did did it appear in Smash Brothers? If it didn't, that surprised me because everything else has been in Smash Brothers. And so there's 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 all these different ways that Ubisoft have tried to kind of cash in on Splinter Cell, but haven't. So it doesn't surprise me that they they are going to do that, particularly after a torrid 24 months with games releasing and failing, releasing and failing. Oh, this is great, but not. This is great, but not. Watch Dogs, not so good. Uh, Ghost Recon, yeah, not in the best state right now. Uh, so uh, apart from Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Ubisoft have had a bit of a patchy period, so this is a good time to bring out big guns that you know that people want that you can potentially rely on. So it doesn't surprise me that they're bringing it back. It doesn't surprise me that they're looking at IO Interactive's Hitman either um, because hugely successful game, hugely successful game. And and the success of IO Interactive's games has led to IO Interactive getting in bed with the James Bond world. So they are working on a James Bond game. So if they've had that much success over what is arguably not a very well promoted game and I, I don't mean that in a bad way for io interactive but io interactive does not have the publishing power that warner brothers does or whatever um so they don't have the the ability to uh, make hitman be front and center on every advert it's not like a call of duty where you get pre-rolls on twitch every five seconds kind of thing but <laughs> but it's still was was everywhere. It, people were playing it. Um, Insert Coin was streaming it. We we spoke about streaming. It. I don't think we ever did stream Hitman actually. Um, but but it was it was everywhere for a good period of time, and that's because it deserves it, not because it was promoted and put there. Um, so it makes sense that you Luke stream it. Uh, he could have done. He could have done. He did actually. He did. He did. He did. Luke... Yeah, he's, he's a big Hitman guy, isn't he? Yeah. Um, so. Um, yeah, we've played Hitman on the channel. Um, doesn't surprise me that they've looked at that because Splinter Cell is it's a stealth game, effectively, mm -hmm. and stealth has evolved since Splinter Cell was last a game. So if, uh, last a game that was released fully. So if they just released what they did years ago, it wouldn't work. So they have to look at how they can evolve, and, and Hitman's not a bad way to look for that, so that wouldn't surprise mm -hmm. me. Um, anyway, that's enough of that. Let's move forward again. Um, uh, where's the button? There it is. Okay, next up, Jordan Midler once again. This time, uh, talking about Wu Tang Clan. Uh, there's an RPG in the works at Microsoft. It's claimed <laughs> this this one did not expect to be coming. I mean, a, a new Splinter Cell game, <laughs> full on. Yeah, I could expect that one. A new Wu Tang Clan game. I'm not so sure. <laughs> so, new studio Brass Lion is said to be working on a game with Wu Tang Clan lore. <laughs> this is from VGC. So new studio Brass Lion Entertainment is currently developing an action RPG which will feature music from the Wu-Tang Clan, according to Insiders. Well, rip to anyone that tries to stream that game. Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the Xbox Two podcast, Jez Corden, a journalist who has recently revealed information about other Microsoft projects, said that he had, quote, heard back in July Microsoft is making a Wu-Tang game. 
He went on to clarify that he initially wasn't clear if this was referring to Wu-Tang the martial arts style or the popular hip-hop collective. He was later told that the game's users Wu-Tang Clan Law and that the game's soundtrack was created by the Wu-Tang Clan. Uh, Games Beat journalist Jeff Grubb also corroborated the claim, stating on a video show that he understood the information was correct. Currently in development at Brass Line Entertainment, the game is said to be uh, a, quote, third-person fantasy RPG, uh, end quote, and it will feature, quote, seasonal content and will be a couple dozen hours in length. Corden also revealed that the game is melee combat focused and it will support four player co op. Brass Lion Entertainment was founded in 2017 by Manver Hare, Bryna Dabby Smith, and Rashad. Its first game, Corner Wolves, is said to be an action role playing game set in 1990s Harlem. Uh. Do you know what? We'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. There's not much details, but a Wu-Tang Clan RPG is potentially in the works. Four-player co-op with a Wu-Tang Clan soundtrack, Wu-Tang Clan lore, and more. Thoughts, Bib? Yeah, this is a... Uh, like I say, didn't expect this, especially after we had the conversation last week about uh, the Wu-Tang games, because I was mentioning about Thrill Kill was the original... Was the, it's meant to be a gore fest, but essentially that engine didn't get used because it was a banned game, and then it got moved into uh, a Wu Tang game. So it's not as if this is the first time that they are getting into the video game world. They have actually released like maybe four or five games in the past. Um, that's a very loose number. I genuinely have no idea. Um, but this isn't the first time that they will be getting into video games. Obviously, they are at core gamers. <laughs> I mean, they're fantastic. Obviously, a world-renowned rap group. Um, and I don't think I've ever felt older saying that, by the way. Um, but yeah, they, <laughs> they are a world-renowned uh, rap group. A world-renowned rap group. Uh, but yeah, obviously they are gamers at heart as well. Um, so I'm very interested to see what a fantasy RPG game looks like from the Wu Tang guys, um, because historically it's just been like beat 'em up games. But a four-player version of this game, again. Co-op's coming back, baby. I mean, I, there's nothing better than co-op games, and they seem to be here, there, and everywhere at this moment in time. You can even play football games co-op. So, yeah, I, I, I want to see more of this like, as a fantasy RPG guy. I need to see what this kind of game is going to look like. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if it looks half decent, then the chips are going to be down, and I will be getting back into some Wu-Tang. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm hopeful for it. I'm hopeful for it. Uh, Wes says, awesome, can't wait for this. Love the Woo. Love the old Woo game on the PS1. My only worries are, and it's similar to what we had a conversation about last week, talking about um, Uncharted movie coming to Hollywood. It feels like it's, for me, potentially a great movie. Not sure if it's a potentially a mm -hmm. great Uncharted movie. And the thing with, with music uh, crossovers into video games they are a bit patchy historically. It's almost like that cinematic time where, fuck it, we'll just make a Transformers game, ta-da, or we'll just make a, a another scary Halloween game because it's Halloween and we want some money, ta-da, and it's, it's all right, but it's not all right. Um, and and this could be that, but I, I just I feel like... like it, We need something in that space that, that does it justice. So I hope it's something that's decent, something that's thought through from a streamer's perspective. Because imagine a game built around the Wu-Tang Claw, uh, Wu-Tang Clan Law Claw, nice, um, that you can't play the music in it. That's like Guardians of the Galaxy trailer without the Guardians of the Galaxy music. It's just not going to work. So if you're streaming this game with no audio in the background or just with like... Uh, just generic. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, it's like, is 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 that like some DMX ripoff? Yeah. Is that I, what is this? So yeah, 
I hope it's good. The fact that they've recorded the soundtrack for it, I hope they are aware of the video game industry and I hope they're aware of DMCAs and I hope that they've made a soundtrack, especially for the idea of it not being stricken. If it is, then it's just it's just never, ever, ever going to see Light of Day on Ice Cream Uploads or, or a lot of other channels out there, but I hope it's decent. I hope it's decent. I've, I've just done a very quick, dirty... Uh, <laughs> google search for it and it looks like they had three games but then also featured in like def jam vendetta jeff def jam fight for new york and def jam icon so it's not as if they aren't adverse to being it says here that method man is an avid video games uh gamer himself and loves playing like soulcom and stuff like that so i mean i don't know how old these articles are so it does feel like they are in the video game world and then they're not just cashing in i knew obviously of the games previously i didn't know how much of gamers they all are to see whether or not they uh, was all into them. But yeah, I, w- I would have every confidence that if they are in the video game world and in the music world, they have been around them for so long that all this kind of stuff was... They should already know this. So hopefully, fingers crossed. But then again, you can't, can you have a Wu-Tang game without their, without their soundtrack in the background? Well, that's the thing, if though. If you turned like, it off, it, what's the point? It mentions... Um, I've lost it now. It mentions something like... Uh, they were. Uh, where do we go? I can't find it. It was basically saying that that it would have Wu Tang have recorded the soundtrack for it. That's yeah. the way I read it, which meant to me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, the game soundtrack was created by the Wu Tang Clan. Does that mean they've recorded it, or does that mean they've just chosen the songs for the soundtrack? Yeah. Because there's there's, there's issues with that, which which is so frustrating. Mm-hmm. Because you, if you can't turn that music off. It's not really streamable. If you can turn yeah. that music off, then then you imagine. What's the point? Yeah, exactly. It, it, it's like football, but actually, sorry, the balls are DMC age. You're not actually allowed to use the ball. It's just 11 people running around. Great, nice. Yeah. Uh, and another 11 well, people just trying to run near them. <laughs> I've just seen something about that Method Man quote that I just re- just read. It's put, uh, his SOCOM 2 name is also ICU. There you go. Of course it is. ICU fan. Um, but yeah, I mean, hopefully they end up doing what most grime artists have done nowadays, and they they tend to own their own music, so they make them DMCA free. I've just seen shows comment about Back for Blood yesterday, like you can't have Ace of Spades being played because it's part of the game. You can, even if you turn the game music down, it's part of a sound effect, so you have to play the game or that particular mission with no gun sound, just grunting from the zombies <laughs> and your characters. Ooh. Yeah. Like, it just sounds shit, but hopefully if they're going to record this, uh, or maybe if they end up, I don't know, I don't really know Wu-Tang's music that much, so I'll just take gravel picks, everyone fucking back, knows that. Back and they, forth and forth and back, back and forth. Yeah. I mean, you're not so really going to get re- anywhere at that. So back, back, <laughs> forth, forth, back, back, forth. If you uh, end up re-recording that and they make it copyright-free, or they just that those particular songs that they've recorded goes into being copyright-free, so they might have 16 songs or whatever it is. That would be ideal, and I think with what I've read, this very brief thing that they would that could possibly be a thing that would be amazing for everybody involved. Like, but they'll have they they cannot rely. On, no one can rely nowadays without influences or people streaming their games. Like, even if streamers were going to be streaming that game, regardless, you'd give them the advertising slot to be able to make more people play your game. Is Wu Tang again? No disrespect to anyone who obviously listens to Wu-Tang, but are they still as big as they were 20 years ago now? Is their influence historic or are they still doing stuff that people will want to get behind? I imagine they still do, 
Um, but as someone who's not really into Wu-Tang, you don't really hear of them unless they're being mentioned in a breath from 20 years ago. So if they're going to be bringing out a game, they need people to be streaming this game. They can't therefore expect people to just turn their music off and for it to still be the same deal. That show says very much a legacy act. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that it would yeah. be a shame if they release this because legacy acts if that's all they are now i mean that could be a bit harsh they could have a lot more that i'm not aware of but if if a legacy act is what they are legacies deserve praise respect mm-hmm. and if this doesn't get the praise and the respect it deserves it's it's very much a half ass cash in then it would be a bit yep. disappointing um particularly i mean like Def Jam, Vendetta, and things like that. I mean, I didn't play much of them. Most of what I played was actually oh, brilliant. At, at Eurogamer. <laughs> at Eurogamer when I was there with Pez 20, whatever it was. Um, and yeah, exceptional game. So I'd like to see, there's a space for that music mm-hmm. crossover, particularly for that hip hop uh, area crossover. And I hope it's done. That's not just. Uh, I hope it's the Wu-Tang Clan that want to do this and not yeah. the record label going, do you know what? There's shitloads of money in video games. If we make it look like you want to do this, then people will buy into it. Yeah, uh-huh. you look legit. And then there's, there's all sorts of copyright shit. <sighs> nah, okay. It's then. a minefield. Yeah, get out of here. Um, where did we get to? Oh, scrolling too far. Um, oh, there we go. I've got back to... Uh, uh, shows comments about Back for Blood. Uh, yeah, look what Back for Blood did. The best mission on that is a DMCA minefield, which is a tragedy. It's a tragedy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the, we could have even replaced Asus players with like a nine of clubs. The nine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, uh, Warner Brothers, if you want someone to record that for you, I mean, I, I have voice mod, uh, which yeah, just oh, say the word, mate. say the word. I mean, I've done one chin. In, if anyone wants to have permission, about one chin in the chat and you want an, an audio experience, well, it's definitely an experience. No, anyway, leave that. Um, um, Azure has done a load of movie scores. It's going to be amazing. Uh, seen a car red yesterday, which was one CU, but looks like ICU, says Nietzsche. Was it a Lamborghini? If it is, that's Bibby's. Obviously, we call him Bibby Two Lambos. He's got one yep. CU and two CU. Um, and then the, the other one is Bibby Bibby CU. Um, but obviously, it's not, it's not being used that one on the road yet, so it's probably not that one. Uh, uh, recent documentary in Azure is still involved with films, music, and writing. It was a Merc. Yeah. Oh, that that's probably one of Bibby's old ones, you know, one of his first ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Back when he used to drive like the common cars, like like Mercedes and 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 Bugattis and stuff like that. He's, he's moved. Yeah. Out, I would say common cars. My granddad's got it now. Yeah, yeah. Grandy Bibby. Anyway, um, <laughs> do, okay, we are. Yeah, do you know what? I'm going well through this. Time. I'm going through this because I'm not I'm not shelving this one again. So picking up the piece again. Uh, Activision has fired more than 20 employees following harassment allegations. Don Pepe out of VG247 has this article. It says Activision Blizzard has sent a letter to its staff noting that 20 employees have been fired over claims of harassment uh, at the company. More than 20 Activision Blizzard employees have been fired from the company since the ongoing sexual harassment lawsuit was first filed per a report in the Financial Times. And note uh, and a note from the Activision Blizzard Chief Compliance Officer Francis Townsend on the company's corporate website quote it doesn't matter what your rank is what your job is said townsend in an interview with the ft if you've committed some sort of misconduct or you're a leader who has tolerated a culture that is non-consistent with our values we're going to take action she went on to note that more than 20 people have so far been fired from the company as more than as quote more than 20 individuals faced other types of disciplinary action though none of uh, the employees that have been reprimanded or fired have been named uh, the letter to employees noted that the company is eager to, quote, earn our team's confidence that when they speak up, 
they will be heard and wants to get things straight with staff with a renewed urgency. Alexa, stop. I said to letter, uh, the letter, and she thought I'd said her name. Go away. Anyway, in a note, uh, Townsend outlines some actions the company intends to make moving forward in order to better safeguard staff against harassment and abuse. Three more positions are to be added to the company's ethics and compliance team with another 19 positions coming in the future in efforts to make Activision Blizzard a, quote, more accountable workplace. There are also plans for Activision Blizzard to triple its training resources. Townsend, it's worth pointing out, is the same person that sent an email to staff calling the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing Investigation uh, and Housing's investigation meritless, which prompted calls for a staff walkout at the company. She was also forced off Twitter and deleted her account after criticizing whistleblowers and blocking Activision employees, Activision Blizzard employees, um, not befitting someone listed as a sponsor for the women's network at the studio. Activision Blizzard is currently engaged with a series of lawsuits related to the company's alleged frat boy culture and various har- harassment claims. As proceedings continue, the state of California has accused Activision Blizzard of withholding holding and suppressing evidence related to the case and issued a formal objection to Activision Blizzard's $18 million settlement with the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. As a result of the initial lawsuit going public so far, we've seen shareholders argue that they were economically damaged as a result of the company executives uh, intentionally withholding information on the sexual harassment lawsuit and ex-Blizzard president J. Allen Brack and ex-HR executive Jesse Meshuk have left the company. So a lot of stuff there. We're not going to go too deep into this, but we can give you the updates that 20 employees have been fired, um, which is kind of what you'd expect. If anyone doesn't know what this is, Activision Blizzard, the developers of um, tons of games, um, have been um, in legal, let's just say conversations. I don't know what the correct word is there. They've, they've been they've been having a lot of legal stuff ongoing. They've been take, I, don't want, I don't want to say that they have been taken to court because... Is that only what happens when they get to court? There's legal legal proceedings have been filed. Let's put it that way. That's better than conversation because that sounds like I'm, I'm watering it down a little bit. So legal proceedings have been filed and is still ongoing. As a result of their internal investigations, more than 20 employees have uh, been let go. It, who is it that makes Overwatch? Is that Active Blizzard? Yeah. Because um, I saw that uh, there was an article the other day that one of the characters, like McCree or something like that, had been renamed because one of the devs that he was named on um, has been fired. So even though this article says, because this one, this article is now five days old because we've shunted it back twice. Um, I think some names have come out. Jesse McCree or something like that was the dev that he was named on. He um, has been let go. That that character is now being renamed to Cole Cassidy or something along those lines. So names and stuff have started to come out, but it's nice to see that there are some um, some movements internally. I said nice to see. It's not nice to see. It's good to see that it's not necessarily nice at all. It's, this shit shouldn't have been happening, but it's nice that stuff is happening. It's good to see that some ac- action has been taken. Still not convinced at the fact that, that this Townsend woman who clearly is towing the corporate line at every step of the the way. Yeah, yeah, but uh, blocking people that saying shit, uh, sending emails internally saying, "Oh, this these these investigations into these abuse and stuff, uh, this abuse and stuff." I'm telling you, my staff, that this is meritless. When the staff are going, mm-hmm. actually, well, we're telling you as your staff that this is actually solid, so we're going to walk out because you're chatting shit, trying to tell me what I need to believe. So no. Um, so How she's got, avoided the chopping block is beyond me. Yeah, it's 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 but baffling. But then again, she's we've found out already that she's got some political connections to senators and things like that. So that's probably why. Um, but do you know what? 
uh, that's just sto- uh, stoking the fire at what we're doing there. Uh, naturally, we're commenting on what, what we've had in the Open. We could be wrong with that. In theory, uh, for, for balance, um, that Townsend um, could actually be, be decent. I don't know. I don't know. We don't know enough. I'm just saying what, we, what, what, what our opinions are based on what we've seen. Uh, so feel free mm-hmm. to make your own opinions on that. But it's good to see action nonetheless. 20 staff going, uh, more people put into the HR teams, more accountability, more training, all good. The proof, as uh, as as I said to West, is in the pudding. And then West says, no, the proof is in the eating of the pudding. And let's see. Okay, <laughs> it's just because they've added a few people into the, the mix doesn't necessarily mean anything's going to change. Well, let's see what actually happens down the line. Uh, she's avoided the chopping block because she's the one operating the guillotine. Amen, mm. says Show. That's that pretty good uh, summary. Anyway, uh, as grim as that is, it's nice to talk about the grim stuff. Sometimes the grim stuff needs airing. So the Activision situation could be improving. It's taken a lot of fucking time, a lot of money, and a lot of yeah. uh, heartache for it to get there, but it could be improving. As always, we'll keep you with any uh, keep you up to date with any major advancements on that story. But for now, let's finish on something a little bit brighter. Mr. Bib. Yes. Games Master. We had a conversation yes. about who could replace Sir Patrick Moore as the uh, titular character, as the games master himself. And I don't think either of us could have confirmed this one. Um, but I think both of us are pretty surprised and happy with this inclusion for Games mm. Master. So if you don't know what Games Master was, Games Master was a TV show in the 90s. I don't know if it got to the 2000s. Um, but the the new Games Master... Is is do you know exceptionally fitting? Just like Patrick Moore being Games Master came out of left field. Didn't see that one coming, but it works. This one for me, one hundred percent, is the same thing again. Sir Trevor McDonald is yeah. the Games Master. This is airing later this year. Written by Ed Nightingale at Eurogamer. The article says Sir Trevor McDonald has been confirmed as the new Games Master. The classic gaming show will be returning later this year on E4, and there's already been months of speculation as to who would take on the persona once played by Sir Patrick Moore. I am delighted to be taking on this iconic role for a new generation of viewers, said McDonald. McDonald will join presenters Frankie Ward, Rab Florence, and Ty Logan. I couldn't be... Uh, I could, this is a quote, by the way. I couldn't be more excited to be part of the Games Master team, especially as the one thing I love almost as much as playing games is watching other people play them. And believe me when I say I take the art of celebrating their triumphs and ver- uh, and failures very seriously indeed, said Ward at the time of his announcement, although Frankie Ward is actually a woman, so that should be her announcement. Um... Games Master originally ran on Channel 4 from 1992 to 1998. The first UK show dedicated to video games, it featured Moore as the robotic talking head Games Master who would offer tips on gaming to viewers. Contestants would compete in a variety of game challenges to win golden joysticks. Reviews of the latest titles also featured heavily. The show contributed to the video game boom of the 90s, particularly the release of the PlayStation and the N64. We'll have to wait to see if the show will have a similar uh, similar impact on today's internet-savvy audience. Do you know what? I genuinely don't think it will have the same impact. I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to call it. I don't think it will. I think it's a little bit of... It's 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 there to satisfy the people that saw it first time around. Not sure E4 is that audience. I think it's probably something aimed at an audience that's older than the E4 audience, but I'm still happy with this nonetheless. That said, they could surprise me with how they have uh, plans for developing and, and sharing this content i do like the fact that they have gone out of their way because because okay you can just get any anyone from the world of tv hosting to get involved but the mm-hmm. fact that they went into the world of video games and pulled 
Um, clearly the man that is Frankie Ward, according to this article. Uh, Ed Nightingale may have updated that, by the way. But Frankie Ward um, has been dragged in as as the uh, one of the show hosts or one of the presenters within that. And that is a great acquisition. Frankie Ward has done everything from PUBG to Valorant to PC games shows through E3 and everything. She's an exceptional presenter in the world of video games. And it's good to see that she has actually been included in the in the break into the mainstream with this content. So the fact that they are actually doing their due diligence, getting gaming uh, celebrities and putting them against real, uh, alongside real-world people is nice. It's nice. I'm not sure it'll be exceptional in terms of its, its global reach, but I hope it is. I hope it is. I will definitely be watching it, put it that way. What are your thoughts, Bib? Yeah, I mean, I mean the, the article, as you was reading that, I thought that's what Trevor McDonald was saying <laughs> rather than what Frankie Ward said. But I think that the last line is she said that at the time of Trevor McDonald's announcement, Oh, uh, okay. You, you, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Okay. Uh, said Ward at the time of his announcement. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. As in Trevor McDonald. Because as you was reading it, I was like, what, Trevor McDonald's a gamer? Do you know what I mean? He's, for all this time, we knew, we thought we knew Trevor McDonald, but realistically, he sat there in his underwear playing Fortnite all this time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, having someone like Trevor McDonald, who I don't think he's really been in the mainstream media for probably like 15 years. I mean, he has done a few documentaries here and there. I remember watching one maybe last year, um, but it's, it's, it's a, he's a legend. You know what I mean? He's a TV legend and having someone like that as big as Frankie Ward is not in the main, I mean, this could be her first TV gig that isn't on jinx. I mean, genuine, front it, and center of tv i don't know her it is uh, she I, I know that because she tweeted something along that like she tweeted a picture of um the outside of a building which is mm. clearly where they were going to film it and said we've just wrapped on filming my first tv my first proper yeah. tv show so yeah so she's well renowned within the gaming space but in terms of is the average is the average person who watches tv i mean there is there that many people nowadays that do that that watch terrestrial tv um without it being on demand or watching it live do you know what i mean like everything's on demand on netflix or youtube or whatever like they needed someone to carry this show in terms of a name is trevor mcdonald that person even though he is an absolute legend so to us who 30 and over you probably have an idea who he is but if they want to try and bring a younger audience in they're just gonna be like who's this guy like i don't even know who he is and not knowing that is a documentary maker tv uh sorry a news reader um like everyone knows who trevor mcdonald is who's our age Did they need to get someone in that potentially people do know See, I, I don't think that would have changed. I think he's a good airing in that sort of um, role. My, I think that the issue, though, is is the platforms, the delivery, the mechanisms. So, so Patrick Moore was was not anyone that I cared about. Some 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 old uh, monocle wearing astronomer. Great, I'm not interested in that whatsoever. But but he still had a soft spot because of the content and stuff at the time. You got Patrick Moore alongside Dominic Diamond in this completely weird and different uh, content that was aimed at a specific audience, and because it was it was um, laser focused on an audience, it cut through, and and the rest of the world was looking at it, going, "What is this disruptive young upstart on TV yeah. here?" And it and it just went from there. Um, whereas this is kind of trying to do that again. But you don't get that same level of disruptive content on TV these days. You get that 
as a YouTube channel or, yeah. or, or as a TikTok meme or something like that. You get, and not that, not that memes is the right way of going through it because this mm. is content, regular content, schedule content as opposed to off the cuff stuff. So it needs to be a, a Netflix series or a, or yeah. a whatever to, to have that same level of cut through. So this is a little bit of paying homage and I hope it leads to something else. The fact that you, not YouTube, E4 did say that they were, um, did they say, I mean, Shows had a comment on it. I did see it in the chat. Where do we go? We don't consume game content on TV these days. If they syndicate to YouTube, then yeah. I believe they are doing that. Yeah. Something of that style. Um, which shows to me that they are interested in trying to make it work. And Channel 4 is actually one of my favorite broadcasters because they are state-sponsored, but they also um, do advertising for the point of creating their own content with their own yeah. self-sustainability. Excuse me. Um, and they are, they've been very good at trying things like with E4. Um, not everyone watches E4, but E4 is about trying different things aimed at different audiences in different ways and having the 4OD yeah. stuff, which is now for on demand. Or, well, well, it's the same thing. But you get more 4 or whatever it is. They've always been trying to do that. So if anyone can make Games Master work in today's world, it would be Channel 4. I'm just not confident that we will. I am hopeful that they will, but I'm not sure. I can't remember the last time I actually watched. In fact, I'll tell you the last time I watched it. Like live TV in terms of something just going on on the day was line of duty. That's the last time I'd watched anything that was in real time on TV. Apart from that, everything's on demand. Like Brassic, that's going on a week by week basis. Or you can just download the whole thing and watch it there and then. Uh, any ITV drama, you, you have to watch that every week, obviously. That's they're the, the kind of things like, unless it's sport, I'm not really doing yeah. that. I just consume it in my own time. Like, I'm not yeah. really settling down at 9 p.m. on a Sunday unless it's something that I really, really want to watch. Is this the kind of content that I'll be doing that with? Probably not. It's probably something that I'll watch, I don't know, during my dinner or on in the background later on as I'm working or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It's not something that I am actively going to be sitting there for. And it's a shame because I imagine they're going to have a really good production on this one compared to what it was like 20 years ago. But it, again, I think we're in a different time now. I mean, the way that this article ends, I, I, I see what Ed Nightingale's going at, but I would say it's a slightly different way. We'll have to wait and see if the show will have a similar impact on today's internet-savvy audience. I think that's kind of like, say, newspapers. People used to read newspapers, but by, by the time that newspaper story has been written yesterday mm -hmm. by a journalist, proofed and checked by his editor, then put or her idea, and then put onto a newspaper and then printed overnight, then stuck on a van and sent to your newsagents and then you wander down to the newsagents, pay for that newspaper. There's been 27 news stories in that point in time. Mm -hmm. And the, the world of video games is like that. It's almost journalism. It's digestible content that is almost throwaway. The good content will live forever. But even if it doesn't, um, there is also new content. There will be new content. So there's games that you can play today um, and there's games that you could play last week, but there's new games coming out next week. And we already know that, that Games Master has wrapped. It wrapped about three weeks ago. So what games are they going to be featuring on there? And how out of date will it be? Will it not be time-relevant content? I think there's no way that that it can tie to the rest of video game content. We on, on Twitch will invariably be exposed to Back for Blood or be exposed to Halo news next month when it comes out and stuff. I don't think they can do that. I think they have to do what is right for them. Forget being on trend and current and up to date. I feel that they have to do their own thing. And that could be like, I mean, Go 8-Bit was, was fine or the 8-Bit 
whatever the name of the series that Dara Breen does. Yeah. yeah, that's fine because it's all out, it's all out of date. So therefore, they've got freedom um, in, in that sort of sense. If you're going eight bit, that's fine. Nothing's eight bit now, really, technically, uh, unless you're playing something new. But you get what I'm saying. So they kind of need to go. Okay, well, we might do some on the N64. We might do some on the PS1. We might play something that's fresh and up to date on the PS5. Um, but that's because we've chosen to play that game, not because it's fresh and the demand for it. it leads to that because if they do that they're always always by definition three three four five six months behind so i, I i'm intrigued i am intrigued i hope it's a success because i think video games doesn't have anything of big budget on tv that that is a huge success we rely on exceptional platforms like twitch and stuff like that yeah. but we don't really get the the boom but because of the pace of the world of video games, it doesn't really work in that sort of sense. Um, Sky wanted a decent game program slash programs. Anyone who puts Jet in the title of the dress and calls her the game's mistress gets my view, says West. I don't see it lasting, unfortunately, mainly due to the current portrayal of, uh, and image of video games in mainstream media. I hope I'm wrong, says Timeless. Uh, West says, but did we all know Patrick Moore when the first one aired? No, exactly. That's kind of the... I think you probably mentioned that before I went over my comment. I wasn't asked about Patrick Moore, but I was by the end of it. And I think the same thing could happen with Trevor McDonald. The issue is is how they get the cut through now. So it was something edgy and different, but edgy and different doesn't really exist on TV these days. Not anymore. Um, I can't remember the last time I watched a TV show that wasn't sport. It's been years, says Timeless. I, I, yeah. I agree. Not live anyway. Like Baby says, you can watch it on demand, but... Yeah, yeah. Brassic is class. Well, Michelle Keegan, it says Nietzsche. Bibi had this conversation the other day. <laughs> I did, I did. Uh, and on that bombshell, we are going to wrap up this conversation. So let me give you a quick re recap of the news. Obviously, it's been a, it's a bit of a long show, but we've had a lot of news that we needed to catch up with. Plus, there's been a bunch of stories over the weekend. And those are Microsoft uh, will show off Halo Infinite's campaign for the first time in over a year this afternoon. Oh, just got rid of Trevor McDonald, not the whole thing. Nice. Um, so that will be taking place at 2 p.m. this afternoon, 29 minutes from now. So we'll have the full recap if you don't catch that over the course of the day. So Halo Infinite's campaign details coming today. Um, PlayStation will have a state of play coming on Wednesday, 10 p.m., October 27th, featuring new third-party reveals. No new games, potentially, but a lot of announcements and updates. Splinter Cell could have a new game coming that's inspired by Hitman, if if the uh, leaks are to be believed. Speaking of uh, leaks to be believed, there's potentially a new Wu-Tang Clan RPG coming. We'll see how that works. Activision has fired more than 20 employees following harassment allegations as it tries to sh uh, steady the ship after everything that's been going on over the last six months or so. And finally, as you've just heard, we wrapped up with the fact that Sir Trevor McDonald is the new games master and that will be airing on tv later this year uh which is nice because if it is late airing later this year then there's only eight weeks ish nine weeks ish left of the year then it's not going to be too far behind filming to, to airing so we'll look forward to seeing that anyway that's us mm -hmm. done for the day talking about looking forward to seeing things if you are looking forward to seeing more content we will be back tomorrow at 10 a.m ish with the next episode of the scoop then the same again on wednesday plus Wednesday and Thursday are double stream days, so we'll have some PUBG in the evening on Wednesday, some FIFA in the evening on Thursday. We'll have another scoop on Friday and then back to uh, our weekend content with some PUBG and Back for Blood next weekend, just as we had on the weekend past. Lots of content coming this week. If you want to know when we go live, uh, you can type exclamation mark schedule in the chat. That will give you a link through to a tweet where we put out our asset uh, of what games we will be playing for now. You can also check the schedule on Twitch, by the way. Twitch.tv forward slash ice plus forward slash schedule, I think it is. Um, and you can see our current schedule on Twitch. Um, do feel free to check those out. In the meantime, 
We are going to raid a friend. So if anyone is still with us, do feel free to stick around. If you join the raid, you get extra sprinkles to spend on our channel. Plus, you make someone's day by dropping in and giving them a raid. Do feel free to drop in. It's nice. It's lovely to make people feel warm and fuzzy inside. Do it. Do it. Do it. But before we do that, Mr. Bib. Hello. Is there anything you'd like to add? Yes, again, thank you very much to each and every one of you that have joined us for this episode of The Scoop. It is all it is. The first show's done. We still have four more. So if you want to help shape those shows, there is two ways that you can do that. First of all, find us on social media. It is at Ice Cream Uploads across all major social media platforms or get involved with our Discord. If you're watching this on any of our on-demand services, and we know that you do, go into the description below. You'll see all the links that you require will be listed there for you. But all we need from you is a URL plus your thoughts and impressions. We will then give you our first impressions on the very next show, which will be at what time tomorrow? It's the crime day. Well, tomorrow we'll be going live at 10 a.m. Ish. Ish. Uh, do you know what? Um, you probably, if you're on PC, this will be easy enough for you. If you're not, um, then... Mm, actually, do you know what? I'm going to change it. I'm going to change it. I was going to have something for you to copy and paste into Franny's chat, because Franny's obviously dropped in. He's a Liverpool fan, and he's been taking the piss uh, this morning. I was going to go drop a raid on him. I was going to say, McTominay is greater than Salah. But then I thought, actually, do you know what? Do you know what? We'll leave that. We'll leave that. So we're going to go raid Franny Mac. He's playing PUBG right now. He's, he's obviously been in uh, watching us this morning, offering a bit of support. He's a Liverpool fan. Sadly, his team absolutely demolished uh, our team yesterday. So if we can all just go over for the raid, drop into Franny's chat and just type the word United. Just just type United. He'd absolutely love it. He, he's, big, <laughs> he's a big United fan. Not Liverpool. He's not Liverpool. Uh, so yeah, we're going to go over there. Just type the word United uh, and just leave it as that. You don't have to stick around. Feel free to have a conversation after that. But but just just United. Just drop in United. Show some support. Nice. And even if you're not a United fan, feel free to do it anyway. You, don't, you know, you know. Just stick with boot. Anyway, that's it. Have yourselves a fantastic day. We love you. Appreciate you. Say Purple Burger Alarm. Uh, thank you for the follow. Kane for the gifted. Bearded Edge for the eight months. And Nietzsche for the five whole gifties and also Ojo I didn't see that one nice one pre-stream thank you for dropping the follow this morning I met Ojo yesterday what a guy um, do feel free to go over to the raid drop in United in the chat and have yourselves a fantastic day but until then what they got to do Bib uh, you have to stay frosty